unpopular opinions, a healthy dose of introspection, and a few laughs, this is the recipe for becoming our best selves. Welcome to the Socially Misguided Podcast, a show where we hold space for growth by empowering each other to have tough conversations. I'm your host, Sarah Villarreal, and while it may seem like I have it all together, I'm trying to cope with living in a culture of impossible expectations and harmful ideologies. So if you felt the same way, then this is the place for you. There's a lot to unpack, but remember, we're in this together. Welcome back. So this is going to be our last episode before I go on summer break for two months. And quick caveat before we get started. Again, we're in the middle of a move, so all my soundproofing has been taken down. I try not to record. I try specifically not to record on trash days, but being that we're in a relatively new neighborhood, there's still a lot of construction trucks. Our direct neighbor has a motorcycle you know, people have got to mow their lawns and all those things. So hopefully there won't be any outside noise, but if there is, just please bear with me. So because summer's right around the corner, I really wanted to have a conversation about the toxic messaging around bikini bodies or beach bodies or summer bodies, whatever you call them, around this narrative that says we need to do all of these things to make our bodies worthy to be seen by the pool, at the beach, in a swimsuit. And this is the time of year that those messages, which are always around, ramp up because companies want to capitalize on that and make a lot of money, and they often do from us, right? I mean, if you can make us feel insecure about our bodies, we are more likely to go spend on ways to, quote, fix those problems. And I think this idea of a summer body and buying a swimsuit and being seen at the pool or being seen at the beach is something that is so anxiety-inducing for a lot of people, especially women. And I say that, I was actually really curious to kind of get a feel for how prevalent this idea was. So I asked on Instagram, how confident are you in a swimsuit? And I had three answers, yes, no, and then somewhere in between. Not one person said yes. And I don't think that's shocking. It certainly wasn't shocking to me, and I don't think that you are shocked by that either. But can we just acknowledge for a second that that's really sad? I mean, that's definitely not where I want to be in my journey with my body. I I want to at least be neutral, but I mean, ultimately, I would love to walk out in a swimsuit and feel amazing, not because I've, you know, ramped up the, the workouts or stopped eating carbs or got some kind of procedure. I want to just, I want to feel that way just in my own skin. And I think we all want that. And I feel like we've been sold this idea and largely bought into this idea that the way to achieve that feeling is to fix or change our bodies rather than normalizing realistic expectations of what bodies do look like. And it's totally normal and okay to be insecure in your body. I mean, we have been swimming in this same water of diet culture and obsession with thinness and fixation on youth and all of these things for our entire lives. In fact, probably most of us grew up hearing our moms talk negatively about their bodies, and they probably grew up hearing their their moms, our grandmothers, talk negatively about their bodies. 
So as much as I wish that we could undo this and untangle this overnight, that's not going to happen. But I do think we need to shift our mindset from fixating on fixing our bodies to fixing our perspective on this whole thing and really making an effort to say, I'm not going to buy into all the bullshit about what my body should or could look like. And I say this with so much understanding and so much compassion because I think it's so easy for us to look at other people and write off their insecurities or assume that they they don't have any especially if you're looking at someone's social media, of course, because you're just seeing the highlight reel, but we all have insecurities. I'll be the first to say that I don't love my stomach. That has always been kind of a source of, how do I say it? Not embarrassment, but that, that's that been something that I've been really insecure about. And I've kind of been insecure about that my whole life. And then of course, you know, now I'm 35 and I've had two kids. So, so now I'm even less comfortable with that area. But I also know that my stomach is not the problem. My stomach is a real stomach, you know, and it's soft and it's squishy. And (laughs) I have never had the, you know, the rock hard abs I wanted or thought that I would have because I'm a thinner person. We all have insecurities. And so as much as I'm not super in love with my stomach, I mean, I do have to realize that it's not a problem. The problem is that we've been conditioned to try to live up to all these unrealistic expectations of what bodies look like. And unfortunately, along the way, I've to some degree, bought into that. And so I remember not too long ago, Selena Gomez, I think, posted something about how real stomachs are in this year. And I was like, oh, thank God. Like, (laughs) yes, finally, we can like start, you know, normalizing real, what real parts of, you know, bodies look like. And we still have so much more to go. That's like a whole other topic. And so that's my personal hangup that I need to work through. But unfortunately, especially for women, that is not the only pressure that we have to have the flat stomach and the, you know, rock hard abs, but not too muscular, right? (laughs) So ridiculous. You know, other parts of the body and human bodies that we need to normalize are soft bodies and bodies in all shapes and sizes. You know, again, we've got to get away from this fixation on thinness and youth. Also cellulite. I mean, these companies are making bank trying to tell us that cellulite is a flaw that needs to be fixed when in actuality, cellulite is exists on people of all size exists mostly on women, I think because of the way that our cells are shaped, but it's not a flaw. It's just a normal part of the body. Pale skin, right? That's another one. I mean, how many, how much money are companies making on sunless tanning? Body hair is a big one. And that's a really big one for swimsuit season because apparently we're supposed to be completely hairless like a doll or like a child. Let that sink in for a minute. And then if we remove the hair, we're not supposed to have any razor bumps, which again is such a normal thing. But women are shamed for this stuff over and over and companies just capitalize on our greatest insecurities. And sadly, we're buying into this and letting them. So one thing I think is really helpful to kind of combat this, you know, pressure that we put on ourselves to get our summer body or get our beach body is to surround yourself with representation of people that unapologetically show up as themselves in real life, on our social media feeds. I have to say, when it comes to summertime, I have zero tolerance for superposed swimsuit pictures like it on my Instagram feed. Nothing personal to anyone who takes those really posed pictures, but I just think that 
the idea of seeing someone who has been edited or posed to exaggerate certain parts of their body or make it look like there's a they have a body that they don't have that just perpetuates this pressure to have a bikini body in the first place. And again, I don't think anyone's intentionally doing that, but I would much rather see accounts of people that show their body as it really is. So there's actually two accounts that you're probably already following, but if you're not, they're really great for this kind of stuff. And one is Danae Mercer, and the other one is Brie Lenahan. And both of these women are really great about showing up as they are. They show pictures of themselves with different lighting and different poses to show the to show real bodies. They show the soft parts of their bodies. They show their cellulite and their stretch marks. And then they show what it would look like if they were posed or edited. So those are two really great accounts if you're not already following them that I think the world just really needs right now. I think we really need that real representation. Not this like mirage of perfection that I think actually just ends up making people feel like shit about themselves. So again, I think we have to lose this idea of having a bikini body or a beach body. Also, on the topic of bikinis, if you want to buy a two-piece, wear it. You should totally do it. You do not have to have a certain body type to wear a bikini. I know that's not what society says, but seriously, wear the swimsuit that you want to wear. I think we waste so much of our life and our time. And I have totally done the same thing. There are, I have a swimsuit that I bought last year, a two piece that I thought was super cute. And I don't know if it has the tags on it still. It might, but I'm pretty sure that bikini has never seen the light of day. So I'm working towards wearing that out and not letting this idea of needing to look a certain way to wear it get in the way. So again, we do not need to diet specifically for summer. We don't need to amp up our ab routine or pull out the self-tanner. Our bodies are not the problem and our bodies are not trends. And we really have to start accepting ourselves as we are to be able to see that. So buy the cute two-piece, jump in the pool with your kids, go enjoy a walk on the beach. That's going to be something that I'm working on this summer. And hopefully you'll feel inspired and motivated to do the same. So thanks for listening. Have a great summer and I'll see you soon. Thanks so much for listening in. If you love this episode, please do me a favor and share with a friend. It helps us get the name out there so others can find the show and join the community. For more information or to connect, find us on social at Socially Misguided Podcast. And remember to follow the show so you don't miss an episode. I'm so thankful to be on this journey together, and I'll see you next week.